Hey, Disney fan. Have you ever wanted to know how we make the magic? Or maybe what's happening at Disney every single week? Well, have we got the podcast for you. This is D23 Inside Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. I'm Jeffrey from D23. And I'm Candace from Radio Disney. And we are taking you Inside Disney. So I'm very excited, mainly because in a week I'm going to Disney World. So see y'all. But <laughs> jealous. Bring us with you. I get to sample some of the eats and treats at the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, which just kicked off. So excited. Bring us some leftovers. They'll still be good. (laughs) French food lasts, right? It'll totally be great. Um, But I actually, I'm very excited. I've I've already got some, I've been going through the menus. Not that I'm type A at all, but (laughs) I... I've already been mapping out some of the places that I will be grazing, as I I like to say, grazing around the world, um, including the Hawaii market where they will be having the tuna tataki. I'm very, very excited about this. There's also warm Indian bread Mm. from the India market. This is what we're going to do the whole time. Mm. I know. I'm literally. And over by the American Adventure, they've got the New England lobster roll. Oh, my gosh. That all said, I may never leave the donut box. Ooh. I I think they just had me at the donut box. What is that? There's a sweet corn fritter. Down. As well as a strawberry-dusted yeast donut hole. I don't know what that is, but I I can't wait to eat many of them. That might be Instagrammable, too. There's got to be food here that people just want to post on Instagram. Oh, yeah. It's going to be beautiful to eat, (laughs) beautiful to look at. Also very excited. There's a lot of celebrities who are going to be there over the course of the next few months. It's actually going to be the longest food and wine festival that they have ever done. Wow. It runs till November 23rd. There are 30 individual global marketplaces. And they bring in tons of celebrity chefs, including people like Kat Cora, Rick Bayless, all during the festival. Plus, there's the Eat to the Beat concerts. While I'm there, Tiffany. All you needed is one more Tiffany. I'm very excited. Tiffany. I, th- I think we're alone now. She's my favorite. What? Okay, I have to come now. <laughs> if I can have a donut and Tiffany, it's like the perfect experience. That's all you need. I'm very in. I'm very in. And they have all sorts of other great performers throughout, including Mark Wills, Taylor Dane, 98 Degrees, 38 Special. How did I not oh. know this? It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. A- There's a lot of great performers. Okay. Speaking of performers, while you're there, uh, a lot of Radio Disney country and Radio Disney artists are going to be performing as well. It's the Disney du jour dance party. So that's happening at Epcot too. So a lineup is crazy. So while you're there, you get your food, get your Tiffany and some radio Disney artists. I'm in. And then after I hit Epcot, maybe before I hit Epcot, because after I hit Epcot, I may not be able to move after eating all that food. (laughs) But before Epcot, definitely hitting Disney's Animal Kingdom. They just had a baby Eland born there. They're they're sort of like antelope. Its name's Doppler. 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 I mean, I want Doppler on my radar. (laughs) Oh, very nice. I like that. See what I did there? So it sounds like you'll be experiencing a lot of really great stuff over on the East Coast. But I got to say, Candace and I have a lot to look forward to over on the West Coast. Halloween begins this week at Disneyland Resort, September 6th through October 31st. I am so excited. It's a two-month celebration of all things spooky, frightful, delightful, everything. So over at California Adventure, Mission Breakout is going to transform into Guardians of the Galaxy Monsters After Dark, which Ooh, I'm so excited for. I love that. For. I love that. It's yeah. so much fun. And the cool thing about that is there's going to be a brand new song. It's going to be 70s punk rock inspired called Monsters After Dark. And it's written by the Guardians of the Galaxy composer, Tyler Bates, which is super cool. Oh. Very, very cool. 
Also at California Adventure, Cars Land is transforming into Halloween. That is H-A-U-L, Halloween. Ah. Oh my gosh. You guys, let's just do a quick rundown of all these puns happening at Cars Land. We've got (laughs) cars wearing costumes instead of costumes. Cute. We've got trunk or treating. We've got Mater's Graveyard Jam Boo Ree. Luigi's Honkin' Halloween. (laughs) There will even be a zombie car that you can take pics with, and it's an out-of-service car with an undead battery that refuses to rust in peace. I like that. Oh, so funny. Car puns are the best. It's never-ending. There's a car pun on every corner of Radiator Springs over (laughs) at Cars Land, so check it out. It is happening starting this Friday. From Radiator Springs to our friends over at Shanghai Disneyland, I hear that they've got some really fun stuff planned for the Halloween holiday as well. Yes, I am most looking forward to Donald's Halloween Treat Cavalcade, which is led by Donald Duck himself. It's a brand new parade where the guests can actually dress in costume, which is so exciting. It includes Disney villains, over 50 dancers. There's some Nightmare Before Christmas stuff going on. I mean, it's going to be the place to celebrate Halloween if you're in Shanghai. And you know something else that's very spooky, guys, is aliens. Um, (laughs) Aliens are spooky. That's true, agreed. A little more than spooky, but you are going to see some aliens in the new Disney Channel show. It's called Gabby Duran and the Uncitables. I'm very excited about this. The show stars Kylie Cantrell. Uh, She plays Gabby, and she is a star. I've had a chance to talk to her a couple of times. She sings, she dances, she babysits aliens in the show, and um, I feel like this is going to be the perfect role for her, which you guys will see when it premieres on Disney Channel, October 11th. 11th. What could go wrong? Babysitting aliens. I mean, it's going to be amazing. They're unruly. Um, I don't even think she planned to be a babysitter in the show, (laughs) um, which is going to make for an interesting plot twist. But it premieres on Disney Channel and Disney Now Friday, October 11th. And the other big show that Disney Channel announced, which is very cool, is Just Roll With It. This is You Decide Live, which I don't know if you guys have seen this, but this is like the hybrid scripted slash improv comedy show. Very cool. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Very funny. Yeah, that the audience can chime in and kind of decide what the actors do is very cool and they have a Halloween themed episode and it's going to be live plot twists left and right this is going to happen in real time on the Disney Now app or DisneyNow.com and just to throw um, something else into the mix Raven Simone is actually going to lead the cast in the live show which is going to premiere on Disney Channel Friday October 4th that is so Raven so Raven Raven. (laughs) I do love all this live stuff I think there's something really cool and very urgent and immediate about it like we, we've got the little mermaid live that's going to be on abc yeah. and live in front of a studio audience which was jimmy kimmel's live staging of norman lear's all in the family and the jeffersons which did really huge it's nominated for a whole bunch of emmys and nice. abc announced that they're going to be coming back and doing two more live shows um one is holiday themed they have not announced the shows yet but Ooh, hopefully some more fun cool things from the norman lear catalog you never know and last week I'm sure you guys saw they did an awesome live stream, but our friends in Orlando at Walt Disney World Resort at Disney's Hollywood Studios finally got to blast off to a galaxy far, far away when Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opened there. It was awesome. Yay! Well, that leads us into our guest for today. Really excited to have him here. He's got a fantastic story. He's uh, calling us all the way from the planet of Batuu at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Resort. Welcome, Willie McKenna. Hi, Willie. Hey, how's it going? So I just want to start by finding out what you do there at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. What is an attraction's lead? 
for the past year and a half, going on almost two years, I've been on the attractions test and adjust team for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which uh, essentially consists of working with scientific systems, Walt Disney Imagineering, and then also, of course, Disneyland operations in getting the attractions, uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run and Star Wars Rise of the Resistance up and running for all of our Disneyland guests. Can you describe a little bit more what test and adjust means? I think most people, that would be a a fairly unique term in a job description. Yeah, so I think the term test and adjust uh, purposely has a lot of ambiguity with it. Some people would consider it testing and adjusting the physical attraction and getting it ready, whether that be uh, for our safety partners, for our contracting partners, for our operation standards, creating an operating guide. Um, other people might look at test and adjust as being you become a testing cast member, and then the adjusting part is adjusting back to being a regular cast member within the parks and uh, and and having that guest service and getting back into a character. Um, so I think that there's a lot of ambiguity around it on purpose. For me, what I've done mostly, uh, I was on Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, which really consisted of operating that attraction for our partners at Walt Disney Imagineering, whether that be cycling vehicles through so they could do all their safety checks, um, or whether it's just going out and testing specific pieces of equipment and just running them to make sure that the sustainability for them is going to be what it needs to be. Very cool. So Rise of the Resistance, that's part of phase two. So that's kind of exciting that you got to be a part of that. Yeah, I mean, as somebody who grew up, uh, I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, so um, I was always that kid who was reading books on Walt Disney Imagineering, uh, getting whatever vacation planning book was coming out that Disney would send in the mail, the little VHS kits. Uh, I never dreamed that I would actually get to work on an attraction, especially an attraction like Rise of the Resistance that is pushing so many boundaries and so many technological limits. Uh, it's it's honestly been a dream come true. And just seeing how a Disney attraction is built from just an empty show building to turning into this absolutely technological marvel is honestly mind-blowing. It's almost hard for me to put into words. So one of the coolest things I think about Galaxy's Edge is that every Batu local kind of has a story and a character. So what can you tell us a little bit about what your character is like and where guests may find you? Yeah, and I think uh, for me, my character is is very much a representation of myself in real life, but also just put uh, sort of into that Star Wars storyline. So I come from the Midwest, so uh, my character in Star Wars comes from a little bit more of a green, um, environmentally friendly planet. I commute to Batu. Um, every single day for my job. And that could either be as being a part of the resistance and recruiting resistance members so we can defeat the First Order, or I might be working over at the docking bay for Hondo. So I might be recruiting pilots, engineers, gunners um, to go make me some credits on Batu. I love that you included a commute as part of your character. That is that is detail. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, we don't we don't have a whole lot of residents on Batu, um, so we definitely have to come in somehow. So, yeah, I, I commute every single day to Batu. If someone's going out to ride the attractions, I had a chance to ride the Millennium Falcon three times recently, and so I got to be pilot, I got to be gunner and engineer. Where should people sit on the on the attraction? What do you think is the best experience for that? I mean, this is probably going to be a really typical answer, but. I don't think there's anything quite like piloting the Millennium Falcon. I remember the very first time that 
I got to do that, which was probably months before even some of our first guests got to. And it was just such an incredible experience and moment. And that's that's definitely a piece of test and adjust that I will absolutely never forget. Now that you've gotten to spend a lot of time on Batu and Black Spire Outpost, is there a detail there that you really appreciate that you think fans fans should notice when they are there? Maybe something not totally obvious that was that that you think is really cool? Absolutely. I mean, honestly, I could talk for hours about the detail that Walt Disney Imagineering put into Batu, but for me, the part that really really stands out is the way that you go through the portals and enter Batu. It feels like you are absolutely leaving Disneyland, leaving the world behind, and uh, and walking right into your own Star Wars story. So I think that transition, whether it be the way the texture on the walls changes, the texture uh, on the ground changes, or even the musical change, uh, it's really, really incredible, and it truly does transport you to a different place. Yeah, I'm sure most of the guests probably kind of get transported back to some of their first Star Wars memories when they're there. Do you have a first Star Wars memory you could tell us about? (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I was thinking about this and Star Wars feels like something that's just always been there. The, The original trilogy, I know I saw it growing up. I don't have a specific moment that I remember watching it. It just felt like I always knew it. But the one Star Wars memory that I do truly remember is when episode one came out. And I remember going to the movie theater with me, my mom, my dad, and my sister sitting in the theater. And just when you saw Lucasfilm come up on the screen, you knew something special was about to happen. You knew when you when you heard that sound and like the glistening effect across the logo, you knew that you were in for a, a special adventure. So from the Black Spire to Aspire, you uh, see how we see what we did You're there. So Very good nice. at that. Very nice. You are a part of the Disney Aspire program, which launched just over a year ago. Can you? I have a feeling that a lot of our listeners may not know what Disney Aspire is. Can you? Can you talk a little bit about Aspire and and how you first heard about it? Yeah, Disney Aspire has been one of the most amazing programs I've ever participated in. Uh, with my time at Disney. Essentially what it is, is it's a tuition-free experience for every single hourly cast member to go out and get their education, whether that be completing a high school diploma, getting your bachelor's degree, master's degree, you could learn trades, you could learn a foreign language, um, and it's all covered by the company. The classes are sent directly to the company to pay for the bill, um, and then your textbooks are also covered under the company. What degree are you pursuing? Uh, Right now, I am with the University of Denver, studying organizational leadership and project management. So that is amazing. Very impressive. But I can't imagine what it's like to balance your time with that and your commute to Batu and everything else you have on your plate. So what is it like balancing your work at Galaxy's Edge with your homework? Yeah, there's no doubt that it it really is difficult. And it's something that you have to be completely committed to. You have to be committed to your job. You have to be committed to school. It is a challenge. There's no doubt about it. But I think in the end, for me, I've always wanted to work for Disney. It's an absolute dream come true being here. And I always wanted to earn my master's degree. So being able to do both of those at the same time is motivation enough for me to, you know, work those long hours after work or before work, whatever it takes to to get the grade. So after you graduate, you, you always wanted to work at Disney. You've been here. You've been with Disney three years, right? Uh, going on four in January. Yes. Wow. Very cool. Congrats. You, after you do get your degree, 
are you planning to to stay with Disney? Is there something that you'd want to explore here? Or you you think you might want to explore things in other places, other galaxies? <laughs> yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. If Disney will have me, I've I've told all my managers that I'm more than likely a Disney lifer. They would have to drag me out of here. Um, to ever want to leave the company. I, I truly do want to explore new possibilities. And doing project management, which is sort of what test and adjust is on a lower level, it's what I really want to get into with the company. I would love to do project management with either Walt Disney Imagineering, Resort Enhancement, um, whatever that may be. And I'm very much open to opportunities, whether it's out here at Disneyland or at Walt Disney World or really anywhere the company would take me. That's well, awesome. It sounds like you've got all the tools you need to make your wildest intergalactic dreams come true. So that's amazing. Best of luck to you. (laughs) Thank you so much. And we do like to end all of our interviews by asking what your favorite Disney memory is. Yeah, for me, honestly, those childhood Disney memories is what I think gave me such a lifelong love for the company. As a kid growing up in Missouri, we used to go to Walt Disney World Uh, As a family unit, it was always my grandma, my grandpa, my mom, and my sister and I. And those are the greatest memories that I have with my family that I will absolutely cherish forever. It's, It's hard to narrow it down to just one experience or one park, but just that time together is something that I will forever cherish. And I want to create those memories for a whole new generation of kids. And that's why I'm here. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It's so good to have you. I want to meet you in person now and learn even more about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. But congratulations. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I, I would love to talk about Disney, talk about Aspire, talk about Galaxy's Edge anytime. Well, we look forward to seeing you on Batu one of these days. We're going to do a road trip down. Oh, yeah. Yes, please do. <laughs> please come visit. <laughs> Thank you so much, Willie. What a cool job he has. I know. He told so many cool stories, too. And for more stories like Willie's and the latest Disney news, you can always visit D23.com. Well, I'm sure all those stories and more will keep everyone busy until our next episode of D23 Inside Inside Disney. Disney.